Good morning. Welcome to the MT for Christ 24-7 podcast. This is MT Clark, and this is Bible Study with the Sincatis with Arthur and Susanna Sincati. And we're also joined with my uh, uh, join joined today uh, with my by my wife, uh, Tammy Lynn Clark, who's here as well. So Good welcome. Good morning. Mornings. Well, we are refreshed. We're back from our um, vacation. Uh, visiting Susanna's parents in Austin, Texas. Had a marvelous time. I'm so grateful to Mark for picking up the gauntlet last week and doing a, a study on, on Psalm 16. And uh, I enjoyed that. I know he just jumped right in on it, but I hate to leave any gaps. And I know Mark feels the same way. And I love, I, I, I said to myself mostly, uh, when I grow up, I want to be an expository preacher. <laughs> right. And, I think I, I was I was really on the threshold because I was inspired by you last week and I was really on the threshold of doing that this week, but I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, because I have to lay a foundation for the place that I really had two messages in, in tension and I wanted to jump to the second one, but uh, I think that uh, I really believe God wanted to bring this forth as a foundation. So we're really going to be exploring something over two weeks here at least. And I'm mm -hmm. very excited about it. The, the title of today's study is, is his, his story, because history is his story. And that has a lot more weight to it than I think we, we often give uh, credence to. So let's open in prayer. Uh, mm -hmm. Father, we thank you again, Lord God, for safe travels home. Uh, that, mm -hmm. that song has been echoing in my heart. Gee, it's good to be back home again. And uh uh, all morning long, and it has been. It's good to be uh, here among friends again and familiar faces, even virtually, Lord. I just speak blessing over Mark and Tammy Lynn. Thank you for uh, the way that you've knit our lives together, and I thank you the way that you've knit our lives together with everybody who listens, Lord. It's such a, a blessing and a manifestation of, of your, your ways, your design, we are grateful for it. We're grateful for the word that has, uh, is, uh, uh, you've prepared to speak to your children today, Lord God, for edification, for um, correction, for, uh, and instruction in righteousness. And uh, I speak a uh, blessing over that today, Lord God. I pray that you give me uh, unction and, and just the ability to uh, present and bring forth your word with power and authority. And uh, we're uh, grateful people this morning, and we ask that you would uh, um, uh, dwell among us here and, uh, and open the eyes of our hearts to, to see, recognize the truth, embrace it, and walk in it. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I think it's interesting, huh, that you're looking at history, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Because we're living history right now. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, this situation yeah. in Ukraine. Right. Yeah. This is this is for the history books. These are for the textbooks. But the question is, is how is it going to be written? Because mm. history of a situation is always written by the victor. Sure. In the victor's, you know, glory. Mm -hmm. And may not always be the truest version of history. <clears throat> because the victor's always going to make himself look better than the one he just conquered. 
So I think it's interesting that when we look at this, because Jesus conquered death with his own death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He didn't do it the way usual conquerors do it. Yeah, indeed. So, you know, I think that that sure. kind of lays the foundation of, of that his story is going to be different from other histories. Sure, it is going to be different, <clears throat> uh, but yet we draw, we, we see connections and we see principles. And that's uh, the thing we always uh, seek to draw out of God's word, principles that we can uh, walk in, apply to our daily lives. And uh, it gives us a deeper, richer understanding about kingdom dynamics mm -hmm. and the way, mm -hmm. the way God is orchestrating things. Uh, and uh, we do uh, want to remember to uh, indeed to lift up Keith Father Nicola Krovenos in prayer. Uh, um, he is uh, our friend, uh, Orthodox priest, Ukrainian Orthodox priest, who has uh, chosen to stay in in the in in the mess, so mm. to speak. He's planted a, a, a church that he helped build in the village of Harki in, in the Ukraine. And um, his, he's a U.S. citizen. He's had every opportunity over the past month to, to come on home. He usually uh, stays, uh, lives with us when, when he's in the States, mm. but he's chosen to stay. And he's been serving communion on the front lines with other priests and really ministering the gospel to people, uh, which considering the circumstances is the only <laughs> source of hope and, and peace that that uh, they have right now so yeah. uh we, we certainly i haven't heard from him personally i've heard through a third party that that that's his intention and mm -hmm. so uh we're we're certainly continuing to lift him up in prayer and mm -hmm. as history is being as be is being written um uh in the here and now it's unfolding. It's an unfolding story. Uh, we we can jump to the back of the book and try to hurry things along, but I think when we do that, we walk in the spirit of Judas Iscariot, who mm. was uh, a tr I, supposedly people um, speculate mm -hmm. was trying right. to hurry along and get Jesus to get with the program and, mm -hmm. and do his thing and, and right. usher in the kingdom. Right. And, yeah, and, sympathy, uh, sympathy for Judas. You know, he was just trying to he was just trying to move things along. You know, you yeah. figured he'd throw him into the, the hands of the enemy, and then Jesus would, you know, rise up and uh you know right. Uh, right. be powerful or whatever. Um, the speculative history. And I would just, you know, before you get rolling on this, you know, um, the idea of uh histor history versus his story. Um, is a foundational thing that um, I remember one of our Bible Bible classes in Bible college basically um, posited what is truth. And, you know, they, they, they touched on the fact that the victors write the, the history, you know? And yep. so like if a civilization was, was taken over or completely wiped out, um, you know, the, the history books would tell the story of whatever, but, but, you know, just because it's written that way, and that's what's remembered, God is over and above all of it. And he knows what happened. He knows the truth. And God's truth is, you know, all truth, or all truth is God's truth. So if it was true, you know, even if man tries to come in and rewrite things and put a pretty face on things, you know, God is above it all, and he will, he'll remember and he will, he'll judge it accordingly. So um, it's just, and, and remember that being a real, 
um, you know, brain teaser, um, you know, for us, because it was like, well, you know, what is, you know, what was told or whatever, you know, and it's, and it's not subjective, you know, history is the ultimate thing that happened. And, uh, you know, what God knows the truth, even if it's forgotten by men. Right. Um, that's a criticism of, of history that there's, there is a subjectivity that is involved uh, that's why you look, a true student tries to look at, at various different different sources. Um, and postmodernism would say that, well, because of the because of the subjectivity of different points of view, you can't really know the truth. Well, that's a fallacy too, because there is a mm-hmm. truth core of it all. Right. And, uh, and you, you know, when it's when it's evident, it's evident. And. Mm-hmm. It's foolishness to just walk in denial of it in order to just try to uh, um, uh, to elevate a certain ideology, which is usually the case, you know. Right, and it's in in, in this postmodern era, we're in a such yeah. a hostile environment. Um, I right. just this morning, I happened to see the quarterback from Seattle, uh, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson, just happened to tweet out. Um, I must praise, you know, I will, no matter what, I'm going to praise the name of Jesus. You are worthy. That's all he, 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 he just, that was his tweet. Um, yes. Something must be happening in Russell Wilson's life where he decided to, you know, praise the Lord and name right. the name of Jesus. And the, and the, and the, the responses that came in afterward, he's like, in this day and age, I can't believe people believe this. Why do you <laughs> feel necessary to share this? Like yeah. you should be quiet about it. Uh, and it was like, and, and some people going it's amazing that people can believe that jesus was an actual person Uh, like all this stuff and i'm like wow but it's acceptable to share that your your cat had kittens and things of that sort or even even something more egregious that, that you know that you had sex with somebody or that that you know and or or tweet out you know foul language or right whatever that that's okay yeah but heavens as we know just say something to even invoke the name of jesus of course the demons are going to rise up yeah of course they're going to rise up and and try to squash it Mm -hmm. well thanks for sharing that actually that's uh, all these things are just encouragements i'm not never surprised or shocked by it Mm -hmm. all like wow oh my goodness wow the social media the <laughs> so yeah, and another <laughs> another one was telling him, "Well, you should give up all your money and follow Jesus, you know, or whatever, you know." And it's like the guy was just yeah. trying to give praise yeah. to the Lord, and and right. you know, I don't know what his story is or whatever, but mm-hmm. just to name that name, just came all that all that opposition came flowing out. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to exalt the name of Jesus today Absolutely. because history the, is his story. It really is. It, mm-hmm. it is his story. <laughs> Creation is God's design. We're here by grace, by by the power of His will, uh, and the power of His love. Uh, creation is uh, is the overflow of of uh, God's love within the Godhead, and we're all caught up in it on on one side of the spectrum or or the or or the other. And we're hoping and believing that as the Word of God goes out, that uh, uh, the kingdom of God is expanded and. Mm-hmm. and in, in dynamics and in, and in strength. We started out this morning with this scripture, which I think is pretty foundational. 
and maybe the banner over uh, the over his story is, I will be their God and they shall be my people from Jeremiah 31, 33. And that is echoed elsewhere all over the Old Testament. And this is the intention of God. This is the ushering in of the end of the, the end of the book, the end time. Uh, mm -hmm. I will be their God and, and they shall be my people. This is God's in, intention from from the beginning, he he carved out a, a people for himself, the the nation of Israel. Um, he chose them, not that they were anything special, or uh, he made that very very clear. But he grew them up in the crucible of of Egypt. We talked about that uh, uh, last time we were together, and he he made them uh, into a great nation, and um, yet uh, uh, they had some. <laughs> They had some bumps along the way. They had some other ideas like I was uh, I was just reading the beginning of Exodus today. And, uh, you know, basically it points out the fact that the first time uh, Israel is mentioned as a nation, uh, they, they developed from like 70 people to a great multitude um, as and, and uh, you know, it was all under slavery. It was all right. under uh, under that, yeah. Egyptian bondage where they they became a nation. You know, so. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting thing happened uh, while we were away. So we're visiting Susanna's mom, who's in an assisted living, uh, elder care, um, a beautiful uh, place that we actually stayed there for three nights. They, you can get uh, a room and an apartment there. And so one of the servers in the cafeteria, I know we were, we we're actually, we were, it's like we hotel, were uh, hotel, hotel California, you can check in, but you can never leave. You got to be one careful. Of the, Almost. One of our young servers, he's just a young guy at, at the cafeteria. His name was Israel. And so I started chatting with him. I said, do you, you know what your name means? And, and he, he had no idea. He was oblivious. So I started telling him uh, the story, the account from, uh, uh, from Genesis uh, 32, I think, of uh, Jacob's ladder experience and Jacob wrestling with God. And, and you, you, you know, you, you think I was, he hadn't heard any of this. Well, so, later uh, you asked him if he even had a Bible and he said no. No, he didn't have a Bible. Uh, like so who names that kid Israel and they have, and yet has, has, has nothing to plant in their souls about the, the wisdom of God. So mm. I, Turned them on how to get a Bible app and um, encouraged them to read the Gospel of John. And so uh, it, it's it's uh, amazing what's what's going on out there. The the uh, it's like a, a vacuum has has sucked everything. I remember Susanna saying a few years ago when she was teaching in the high school and and she used um, King David as a reference. Mm -hmm. uh, in one of her classes and kids just total blank stare blank mm. stare and she she's continued yeah. you you know david, david and goliath, goliath you you know that story and kids are still got, oh, got nothing what do you mean david who so to speak yeah. and um this this uh, uh era this vacuum of uh, biblical ignorance you know i mean let's put a positive on it mm. um there's a void that needs to be filled and Amen. here we are we're ready to do it so uh that's our opening scripture I, I will be their god they shall be my people and the thing that i want to emphasize today is that the christian faith is is a saga of a people in search of their god while at the same time god was wooing them unto himself and mm. revealing himself the scriptures begin and end with, with a wedding 
we have uh, uh, Genesis uh, two twenty four, where mm -hmm. um, creation narrative, and God created man, and then He created woman. Hallelujah! <laughs> We're all grateful for that. Hallelujah! Says, Therefore, man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. That's an amazing dynamic right there. And that's the scripture is is invoked in many wedding ceremonies. Mm -hmm. So it 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 opens with a scripture. And then in, in Revelation uh, 21, uh, verse uh, two, the the uh, the whole the whole saga, the whole narrative rather concludes with a wedding. And then John, I saw the holy city, the New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. What a beautiful word picture that is. I'm just mm -hmm. captivated by that idea. And uh, again, you know, I'd love to just uh, uh, leapfrog to the end of the book and let's get on with it, Lord, because uh, <laughs> some of the creepy stuff that's going on at the, uh, at the bachelor party here. Is you know, I, you know, you're not the only one who wants to go to the end of the book. I just think right. that some, some of these end times preachers, you know, uh, really jump to the end of the book because there's right. there's there's sure. a lot there there's there's uh if you read read revelation there's talk of a thousand years uh, i know and I know. we always go to chapter 21 so um yeah. hold on brother you know there's going to be uh some post you know return, christ right. return ruling for a while uh, yep. before that chapter so wow yeah. you know and uh, as you know, I'm sure someone's going to say it in, in this lesson, but, you know, in terms of uh, history, if we're not, if we don't ha know the Bible, uh, the history of God's people, um, you know, and his revelation and, and uh, the coming of Christ will be condemned to repeat the, the suffering that, uh, that, that the nation of Israel, I mean, if there's any story you can grab from the Old Testament, it's the fact that uh, Israel fell away from the Lord and suffered greatly over, over and over and over again. And, and this uh, is what I talk, we're talk suffering about it now. Today. There are, are principles that we draw mm -hmm. out of God's word yeah. that certainly uh, uh, embrace and, and apply. Uh, unlike um, holy books of other religious systems, the Bible is a narrative with all, all the elements of such. Mm. And I want to be very clear uh, when, uh, before I really embark on, on this study this morning. Um, yesterday, Susanna and I were traveling and we had an early flight out of Austin. So we stayed overnight at, at the airport in a hotel at the airport. We get up at five o'clock in the morning. So we, we met this, um, this young woman in the, in, in the cafeteria or the, uh, we're grabbing a cup of coffee and a quick bite to eat. And we were chatting with her. She was delightful. She was very chatty. She opened the conversation with like, uh, where y'all going? You know, because that's very Southern. We're in Texas now. I'm like, where y'all going? Where y'all going? And so we, we started chatting. We had a delightful conversation a little bit. And so time is of the essence and pressing. And so before I, I left, I, I, wanted, I really wanted to share something with her. And I asked her if she was a Christian. And she said, no, I'm a Muslim. And I was surprised because she, you know, she did not look Eastern. She mm -hmm. gave a brief history, says my, both my parents were Egyptian. And I asked her if she was a practicing Muslim. She said that she, she is or was. And um, so uh, didn't have much time. 
And so, but I made it clear to her, I says, well, let me just say that I'm, I'm not here to tap dance on other religious beliefs, okay? And, and so that's what I, I wanna make clear here this morning. I'm not mm -hmm. here to condemn or criticize, or this isn't about my God's better than your God or anything like that. This is about like in, prior to the podcast, we were, we were talking about truth. This is about the, the, um, the exaltation of, of truth here. So I said to her, and I, once again, uh, I encouraged her to, to read the gospel of John. Um, and so we're, because we're going to look, do a little comparison contrast today with some of the other, at least the, the, the big three uh, re religious belief systems that are out there. And, uh, and one of the things that I, I want to emphasize is that unlike the other uh, systems and the other holy books or, or um, uh, scripture from other religious systems, the Bible is, is a narrative. And it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a narrative about Jesus Christ. It's, it's a historic biography, so to speak. Um, which we haven't com come to the full conclusion of, even though it's it's written and it's certainly established in the mind of, of God, um, we're still we're still living it and, and playing it out. Uh, mm -hmm. No telling how much longer, but uh, we're we're in the narrative, and I'm going to make that uh, point clear. Uh, but it's got all the elements. It's got it's, it's got a setting, right? So the setting is creation, the creative order. In, in John 1, uh, verses 1 to 3, that's uh, made very clear. Um, that's first, that's third John. Sorry, we're flipping, flipping pages. We're old school here. Is it first? Is it John? Uh, what did you grab? The, the, Is it John 1 or first John? I think no, John we... 1. John oh. 1, 1 to 3 is a very uh, familiar passage for everybody. Yeah. And in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. So that's a, a, a an overarching statement of creation. And that's the, that's the setting that this drama is, is being uh, played out in. And you have, uh, yeah, I have the Romans, Romans 120. 120. It says, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that were made, even his eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Amen. Mm -hmm. So here we are on the world stage. And this is the, the stage. This is, uh, uh, these are the, the pages of the narrative that, that God has. Uh, um, has uh, authored, and, and we're in the, the setting, the period of time with, uh, it, it, or the period is time. Mm. Uh, I, I remember reading in one commentary um, talking about the incarnation, it talked about when Christ entered time, and that really struck me. I was like, mm -hmm. wow, that's when Christ, because God lives outside of time, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? He, right. He's uh, uh, no beginning and no end. Uh, and um, he lives in eternity. And he's placed eternity in our hearts to try, you know, we every now and then we get a glimpse of it. Um, and we 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 yearn to to lay hold of that sort of concept. Mm -hmm. Actually, sometimes philosophers uh, get a little uh, uh, crazy with that. Like, uh, I remember hearing someone asking a 
apologist, a Christian apologist, well, how do I know that I even exist? <laughs> and the apologist uh, retorted right back, uh, whom shall I say is asking the question? <laughs> you can get, right. you know, you can get the whole Buddhist thing about and, and last night I dreamed that I was a butterfly, right? And mm-hmm. I woke up this morning and I wasn't sure if I was a man that dreamed he was a butterfly or if I was a butterfly dreaming that I'm a man. Well, this is this is very colorful. You know, this is the stuff that um, late night movies are made of, but uh the reality of let's it bring it let's bring it home here. So the period is time with some references to previous of, of time. Um, there is- uh, Mark, do you have Jude? Hey, let me see, uh, let's grab that from the New Living Translation. Let's see. 125. Yes, please. 125 says to, oh, oh, see, you got to be careful. You go right into the next chapter. To God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and for forever. Amen. Or for all time. In the, in, for all in, time. Oh, in, in the, the NLT. Translation, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, before all time. Yeah, my, my bad. I got that translation too. Let's say all glory to him who alone is God, our Savior through Jesus Christ, our Lord. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are, be, are his before all time and in the present and beyond all time. And, right. You know, basically it shows, you know, I, that's the thing too, you know, before time began, God was there, you know, yeah, and, right. uh, the, the fact that something, you know, apologists tell you the fact that anything exists means that there must be logically, there must be something that is self-existent um, and thus puts, puts the, you know, puts creation in, into uh, effect. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And that's a great uh, um, apologia for the, existence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it, often good to point out for if you ever engage or uh, come in contact or conversation with an atheist that atheism is completely unsustainable because you can't prove a negative. It's, right. it's impossible to pro- prove that God does not exist. In order to prove that God does not exist, you would have to have infinite an ultimate knowledge of all things everywhere, time and space, etc. And if you had that, then you would be God and you would disprove your theory. So, right. so right. let's erase that idea right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot in this mm-hmm. in this uh, super narrative is the redemption of man. I've got that. Great. So, Go ahead, sweetheart. I'm going to. It says Romans twenty, but three twenty three says. I think you need to know this. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can say it's the redemption of man, but you got to ask redemption from what? Yeah, that's good. And the redemption from what is that we have all sinned. Yeah, exactly. And fallen short. Mm-hmm. Um, every good uh, novel, every good na- uh, has, has many subplots and, and sub-stories. And a great substory on on this subject is, of course, the book of Ruth, which talks about the kinsman redeemer mm-hmm. and Ruth mm-hmm. and Naomi being redeemed from poverty and redeemed from loss and uh, <clears throat> and and set in in back into a into a high place, a high uh, 
where where they were uh, originally and intended to live. So mm. we see the snapshot of of, uh, of the Bible story right there and in, in encapsulated. But that's the plot. So you know, we walk around and we see uh, events unfolding in our lives and we wonder what this is all about. <clears throat> well, it's all about the redemption of man. We uh, were created uh, uh, in love by a loving God uh, to be his, to be, uh, uh, I will be their God and they shall be my people. And yet, uh, like I said, we, uh, we determined that uh, we got a better idea. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to try something different. We're going to mix it up a little bit. And of course, uh, there was deception uh, involved in that process. Sin uh, deceived, uh, or uh, Satan deceived Eve in the garden. But um, uh, God is making all things new again. And so here's, and that's the conflict, man's resistance. Uh, mm -hmm. Romans 5, uh, chapter 8 is man's... man's you got that, Mark? <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, but God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right. And, you know, as we go through these elements, it's just, you know, no offense, guys, but if you don't have this narrative, what narrative do you have? Um, right. This is the one point. that establishes creation and yeah. gives a reason for our existence and for uh, the fulfillment of history. You know, the, yeah. As you point out, the redemption of man. Things are, you know, here's creation, man fell away, and man needs to be redeemed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is a good old-fashioned high school class right here. I don't know, or maybe junior high school where they used to teach this stuff. What are the elements mm -hmm. of a good uh, story, of a good novel? And uh, there's, we have main characters and the characters in, in, in this um, uh, narrative is, is Jesus Christ. He's, he's the main character because it's, it's his story. And I think uh, Colossians um, 117 says this uh, uh, very succinctly, very, very beautifully, but he's the main character. And it, and it says in Colossians 117 that, um, uh, we, we, jumping up to 16, uh, so let no so no one judge you in food or drink. Wait, or, You're in Colossians 2. Oh, sorry. Thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> Colossians 1, 16. Okay. Um, back another page. There we are. Uh, for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for him wow what a comprehensive statement <laughs> so what's right. this and all about it's all about christ it's right. all and, about christ and we're, it's we're the christ. sovereignty of god yeah. with uh, being your creator and it it includes those principalities and powers that you know yeah exactly with him uh you know he's the creator of all things vladimir putin you know, yeah. I, I don't want to be political here, and I'm not going to flip on, you know, and get off on a uh, on a political rant or anything like that. But uh, you know, even even the ones that seem, we know we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that when when Paul in, in Romans chapter 12 is is encouraging believers to submit to to all authority, uh, even government authorities, he's he's talking about Nero. <laughs> so right. hey. Um, there's, these are, 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 these are tensions. Yeah. Yeah. These, these, they, they definitely are. Uh, the other character in, in, 
in, in the play here is every man. Every man is actually a great um, uh, play from the medieval period. Uh, I encouraged the reading of, of every man. It was, a, it was a, one of those uh, um, trope plays or, or uh, liturgical dramas that were often played out. <clears throat> the great cathedrals offered, th this was a reintroduction of theater into the culture and the great cathedrals offered a natural proscenium on their front steps and in traveling troops would would come uh, and and do these dramas on, on the in front of the uh, using the that as a as a backdrop and many of them were liturgical dramas some of them were were biblically accurate some of them were kind of all over the place but they introduced bible characters one of them was every man but every man is is the <laughs> one of the main characters and in, instead of you know trying to filter out all the great people of uh, uh of history in a kind of romans uh, or not romans hebrews 11 fashion uh we're just going to lock all mankind in, into the character of, of every man because as we've we already read all have have sinned mm -hmm. and, that's and, the romans uh 323 yeah that's all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god yeah and then 5.8, if you just flip the page, yeah, we'll 512. see. Oh, 512, sorry. It says. Therefore, just as one man's sin entered the world and death through that one man's sin, and thus death spread to all men because all have sinned. So again, once again, that's very comprehensive. And so, of course, we... we are included in that, uh, and we are the everyman. There's also there's there's got to be you know there's got to be a, a Moriarty. There's got to be the the evil uh, uh, step uh, sister in the narrative, and and enter Satan. Romans That's chapter Satan. Uh, but, Genesis. But just chapter. before we move on to the Prince of Darkness, uh, <laughs> I just I, I just happened to you know. I, I wasn't too familiar with every man. So I just uh, Googled it quickly and it tells us yeah. that um, um, in, in the play, every man, which is written anonymously, they don't know the author. Yes. Right. Um, uh, apparently every man, the character of every man tries to convince other characters to accompany him in the hope of improving his life. Yeah. And that the overall moral lesson that's learned from it is that our, that, that we all must face death alone um, and over the course of the play, every man learns that our life is not weighed on how much good one does versus the bad. Um, and it says it's our life is judged by the good deeds we have accomplished. Now, now every man sort of gets it wrong. You know, it's not a weighing of it, but, uh, yeah. the good, you know, the good deeds are the fruit, you know, <laughs> you know, it would say, you know, the good deeds that we accomplish are the fruit of our, our relationship with God. So, um, you grab a every, date on that? Mark? Uh, oh, the date? Let's yeah. see. Yeah, it's uh, undetermined. Let's see. Right. I mean, it's basically, it's, it's, you know, uh, in my, well, let's see. Summary sources. The cultural setting is based on Roman Catholicism yeah, of the is. era. So the date and premiered 1510. Yeah. So just it, before it, the Reformation. Before re the Reformation. Just before exactly. the Reformation. Yeah. 
where they're pushing that your 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 life is judged by this parable by your good deeds the gospel comes shining through and we realize that it's by faith in christ alone that we're saved not by our good deeds and not by a weighing of our good versus the bad so it's it's funny that that should come out how about that Interestingly enough, a few years down the road, uh, John Bunyan would write another allegory, which mm-hmm. is very similar, uh, the, the then, main character being Christian. In, and then it that. makes me think of the, um, the book on, called Hind's Feet on High Places, written by Hannah Hoff, about and it, all the characters, you know, there's Much Afraid is the main character. And her process of becoming something different. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I got a little frog in my throat today. Um, but it's interesting how we can take it and use these these characteristics as names like Christian or much afraid or every man or um, mm. those kinds of things. Right. But it is, you know, as a human being, we, we like to hear stories. Right. You think about, you know, I'm going back even prehistory before things were written, things was or- were orally given. Mm-hmm. Stories were told, you know, you know, by the campfire or, or whatever. And we like to hear stories. We like to hear what's going on. We do. How something yeah. happened. Uh, my brother um, sent me a message last night checking to make sure that we had gotten home okay and that he was over with mother. And mother is 90 years old mm. and she has a history. Yeah. And they had gone into one of her old, um, you know, picture books, photographic books and things like that when she was in high school mm. and she had been in a play and she had been, you know, the queen of the, of the um, uh, homecoming dance. And mm-hmm. there were photographs and there were this and that and other thing. And it was kind of fun to look back on my mother's history and yeah. hear those stories. And it's the same thing with the Bible. If people just would realize these are great, wonderful stories right. yeah. that are valuable. Right. And real, like mother's history is real. This this is real. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> uh, back to the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it goes from there. I mean, basically, we have God, and then we have man, and then there's other things. You know, right? Other players. Uh, I, I mentioned yeah. that in in terms of uh, period, we have some <laughs> references to previous time or previous creation. Anyway. And it says in Ezekiel 28, uh, starting at verse 2, the son of man say to the prince of Tyre, thus says the Lord, because your heart is lifted up and you say, I am a God. I sit in the seat of gods in the midst of the seas, yet you are a man and not a God, though you set your heart as, as uh, the heart of God. Um, Behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hidden from you. Uh, it, it goes on. This we, we understand it, it. Speaking of the Prince of Tyre, but it's also a word picture of of Satan himself. Yeah. You were created. Goes on to say, you know, you were created in in perfection of of wisdom and and beauty. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I mean that that period sort of reflects uh, history that we don't know a lot about. Um, yeah. You know what they what they call is the gap theory between Genesis one and Genesis two, where there yeah. was you know uh, 
uh, a falling away of of a third a third to a third of the angels yeah um yeah. you know led by in rebellion by by the prince of darkness uh, satan the enemy um where you know th that points to spiritual beings of uh you know angels that 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 fell away became demons um, and the, the rest uh, who are still out there and that we see in scripture, you know, basically telling of the coming of Jesus to Mary and, and in yeah. different places. And as you point out, you know, angels are out there too. And, these, these and it was such a spiritual reality that the early church had to warn we don't worship angels, you know. Yes, mm -hmm. let's be careful of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, these are uh, other characters in the narrative. Uh, Hebrews uh, one five says for uh, to which of the angels did he say you are my son today I have begotten you and again uh, I will be to him a father and he shall be my son mm. so uh, the angels are, are characters in in this uh, narrative and they um, uh, have a have a have a role to play uh, let's remember thespians out there there are no small parts the only small actors or there are no small actors only small parts no one, one, that, one, one way or the other about that <laughs> uh the uh climax of all things um many scriptures i i might have selected but i i uh, the holy spirit led me to colossians 2 15 having mm -hmm. disarmed principalities and powers he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them and of course, we know that um, that speaks of, of the cross right there. Jesus' uh, sacrificial and atoning death on the cross and resurrection when um, all uh, time and space was, was fixated on this, this singular and uh, uh, solitary event. Right. Uh, and this is and, 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 place and in time and history. And that, that points right to Genesis again, because um, the cross was basically to disarm the principalities and powers that that rebellion that was done by the spiritual forces of darkness way back when, you know, was answered by God who said, well, we're making man to have dominion over the earth. And, yeah. and guess what happened? Satan came in to mess that up. And now yeah. the, the, the God's plan to give man dominion over his creation and to live with him, his people, be, I'll be their God and I'll, you know, they'll be my people um, is, is, is being reestablished at the cross spiritually. Exactly. And then, yeah. and later in creation, you know, yeah. uh, as we go through history, it'll be, you know, a, a physical as well as spiritual reality um, right. that we're coming back to. And it just, it shows you that the story is still the same. There was just sort of a interruption by these other characters um, <laughs> that messed up the, the plot or, whatever it is the plot and uh and it's being reestablished every day um as people come to christ mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is amen and it, it, the conclusion of the matter i, I think is hebrews 11 and 40 where it says god having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect uh, apart from us so mm -hmm. there's a there's a timetable in god's economy and there's also a um uh you know there's uh, the elect there's the end time to harvest. And until, you know, the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, uh, so to speak, there's, there are still chapters to be written. So um, other religious texts largely consist of injunctions and philosoph philosophical ideas about 
um, how to live righteously and uh, what's going on, you know, in, in the world around us, uh, reality or, or uh, hyper reality. In some cases, narratives are, are woven in for examples, but nothing in terms in, in the sense of, of what we see in, in the Bible. Mm. In Hinduism, for instance, their holy books, there are four Vedas uh, divided into either uh, Shruti, which means what is heard, or Smriti, which is um, what is remembered. And the Smriti mm. are usually, um, hi, uh, usually historic tales uh, and, and the obstacles that heroes faced along the way. So they're typologies or sagas of people that, um, you know, have, have uh, but again, is the the uh, with its pantheon of deities in in uh, Hinduism uh, uh, a main character it's, it's difficult to rise up a, a main character uh, with the uh, uh, the integrity and, and magnitude of Christ uh, I'll never forget that Mike uh, uh, what was his name not Stuart uh, Michael Ramston uh, used to be uh, with RZIM once said that with other religious systems, if you remove the founder from the system, the system remains intact. So if you remove Muhammad from Islam, nothing really, nothing much really changes. If you mm. remove the time of Buddha from Buddhism, nothing really changes. The, the, the structure and the dynamic is, is still intact. If you remove Christ from Christianity, all you have is Ian, and Ian can't really do anything for you. You know, no. we, 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 Christ is the centerpiece of Christianity, and with with apart from Christ, we, we are nothing. You know, we right. are most to be pitied. Paul yeah. said. So um, uh, these uh, uh, other religious systems are, are typically um, long uh, lists of of, of thoughts and injunctions. In Islam, the Muslims uh, accept the, the Pentateuch, uh, the first five books of the Bible, which are, are largely narrative, but they claim that the Jews have, have corrupted them. The Quran is divided into uh, chapters or surahs, and um, all religious systems claim that their books are holy, uh, to, be, uh, or, uh, to be divinely inspired. Hindus believe that their scriptures for instance, have always been in existence and were discovered by wise men who were profoundly um, in, in profoundly meditative states of mind. And the, they, the first writing down of the Vedas was actually forbidden. That goes back to the oral testimony. Yeah, yeah. The, it was all just an oral uh, uh, passed on uh, uh, orally. And they, uh, they were formed formally uh, documented somewhere between 1500 and 500 BC, which is known as the Vedic period. Mm. Uh, so um, we hear criticisms all the time of, of the Bible and how do you know what was said and how do you know that this is, again, the accurate historic truth. Uh, genuinely, every time somebody rises up that argument, uh, archaeology always seems to prove <laughs> the Bible is is extremely accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember um, I remember reading in in a, a newspaper here as uh, 
there's a little religious commentary in the paper and the writer felt felt compelled to say well jesus allegedly said in john's gospel x y and z and you know that that little editorial <laughs> was certainly not necessary uh and i understood you know the person's intention uh both positive and, and negative but um uh the accuracy of what we call the holy scriptures is is unprecedented yeah. among ancient documents and here we have the the hindu vedas which w weren't even written down for a, a substantial part of their uh, of their history and then they begin to appear in, in some shape or form uh, uh, early in, in the 14th uh, century uh, BC. So if we want to, if we move on to Gautama Buddha, who lived around 500 uh, to 400 BC, he was a Hindu. He, mm -hmm. he was a Hindu who, uh, you know, upon his, his spiritual uh, uh, awakening, which um, uh, uh, Buddha uh, means awakening, um, Mark can weigh in on uh, this at any time for us, our, yeah. our, our local uh, uh, ex expert. Uh, 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 he rejected, so Katama rejects the authority of, of the Vedas and the caste system. And his, his um, uh, central struggle was, was with suffering, you know, that uh, uh, the, the, the Hinduism uh, really didn't have an answer for suffering. Mm. And he, uh, uh, although today there are many versions of Buddhism, classical Buddhism is atheistic. And, um, you know, we just said, you know, to our atheist friends, you, you can't uh, um, prove atheism because you, you can't prove a negative in, in, mm -hmm. in logic. His teachings were not extant and do not appear uh, in print until about 400 years af after his death. So once again, they're, they're very questionable. There are many Buddhist sects out there and uh, um, the, the credibility, you, you know, of, although it, it sounds very warm and fuzzy, the credibility mm. of, of their doctrines and their teachings is extremely questionable. Um, Islam claims that the Quran was uh, given to the prophet Muhammad by the angel Gabriel. Uh, Islam is a closed system, which means it, it claims to be divine authority um, or exclusively within its own writings. Therefore, the Quran claims to be divinely given because Muhammad says so. And Muhammad uh, is God's prophet because the Quran says so. Mm. So it, it's difficult to penetrate that argument because it, it is a, it's a closed argument. But once again, um, the the, the Bible opens itself up to external criticism, whether it be in the academy or uh, under the scrutiny of archaeology or under the scrutiny of, uh, you know, comparison contrast that it has logical consistency and, and mm -hmm. things. And it is a, it's a consistent narrative. It's, it's his story from Genesis to maps. It really mm -hmm. is. We yeah. see a scarlet thread running through the, the scripture. We see Christ's presence everywhere, sometimes manifest um, mm -hmm. in, in the scripture. The angel of the Lord, you know, we know that we see Christologies in the Old Testament where Christ appears. We know that he is the eternal uh, son of God uh, together 
with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit without um, uh, beginning or end. And uh, um, that all creation, as we read earlier, uh, was for him and, and through him. So uh, none of these other claims are, are really uh, well substantiated. And I would, you know, I would in encourage any genuine uh, skeptics to just do a, a comparison contrast and, mm -hmm. and look at some other religious systems. I, I remember um, uh, Stuart McAllister used to uh, plainly say, it was from RZIM also, used to plainly say, you know, if, if, if Islam is better and more credible, then I want to be a Muslim. You know, let's let's look at, at these other systems and say, uh, where is the integrity and the credibility in their narrative? And does it exist? And it does is it does it have any uh, substantiality or value? Yeah, uh, one of the one of the best treatises on um, uh, Islam in particular is uh, Nabil Qureshi's book, um, uh, Seeking Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. Yes, um, it documents uh, former Muslims' uh, investigation of his own faith and and what he discovers. Right. So I always point out that research for anyone interested in Islam. As for Hinduism and and, and Buddhism, they believe in reincarnation. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Bible refutes that. Um, right, uh, right. You know, it's not. What goes around comes around for forever and ever amen it's uh you know we have one life and then the judgment and uh right. um it's funny with even within those re reincarnate uh, re systems that speak of reincarnation they even they they still leave room for a heaven and a hell generally uh with with buddhism saying that there's a realm that goes beyond even those uh mystical realm of nirvana where you become in effect you become god um, you have all the attributes of God. So, you know, we're practicing to become gods and Hinduism sort of a pantheistic system where it's sort of gods and everything, and we're all God and it's, yeah. it's just a fallacy. And it's, uh, um, you know, the, as you said, well substantiated, I, I'm not too familiar with Hinduism, but I think it's most of those, you know, the Bible touches on, you know, it's, we're not, convinced by myths or fables and uh, i don't know if there's any historical basis um you know behind uh his hinduism again that's my ignorance though but but um you know some of the shiva and things like that sound pretty mystical to me um so but but i always say not to have a blind faith um to, that if exactly. you're interested in something you know you should investigate it god wants you to know the truth but but um the, the narrative of the Bible um, takes you from the beginning to the end and, and, and has a, a, a narrative that, that has the incarnation of God coming into the universe through the person of Jesus Christ. Um, you know, there's, you know, he's the redemptive, you know, he's the, he's the means of a redemptive plan. And, and really the, you know, beginning and, you know, the end all sort of, you know, come into who do you think Jesus Christ is? And that's the, 
the question that should be investigated. Um, and, you know, the beginning of uh, the, the Gospels t- talk about the census. Why was that there? Because it's a historical reference um, mm-hmm. to say this point in time, this is where Jesus came in. He was a person, unlike people say he wasn't a person. Yeah. Um, and, it, and that Jesus was just a myth. There's his historical evidence. And um, as, as the case for Christ by Lee Strobel points out that all the new, all the new Testament is, is eyewitnesses accounts and they're all consistent. They all point to the same truth. And there's, you know, documents upon documents upon documents of the new Testament scriptures um, that show that they're consistent, reliable, and, and true, you know, so. Um, well, and I, I was just going to say, I think going back to what you guys were saying about, uh, you know, things like reincarnation and the Hindu you know, belief system and all these, these other things. But you know, I have a, a friend who is Hindi and she um, experienced a horrible uh, situation where her, her spouse killed her mother, then he killed their daughter, and then he killed himself. Mm. And, you know, I see her, she, she was a co-worker and I see her. And tried her, to kill her. Yeah, and tried to kill her, yes. And she survived, but I see her and, you know, I don't know how, and being a Christian, I would know where my, my family was, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And I would, it would still be, make me sad. And, but they have this, she has this just kind of placid, oh, well, they'll, you know, they're going to be reincarnated. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, <laughs> It just doesn't mesh with my heart, you know, to say, well, mm. look, I'll be reincarnated as a yep. monkey or a ant or a, you know, a, I don't know, you know, but, but that doesn't seem to be a strong enough hold for me to understand where my, my loved ones have gone when they died. But again, as people, we want to know that we want to yep. know those are those are some of the critical pieces that we yep. want to know what happens when we die. Yeah. Where do they and go? when we and we look at that system of reincarnation, what is it? What is it? What is it telling us? It's telling us that man is not made in the image of God. Man is right. just another being, like any other animal or thing out there, and that we're not we're not special if we could be reincarnated as a being that's not man. Um, right. So you can see if you look at things like that, you can really see the the the, the spirit of Antichrist that that inhabits them. Um, it doesn't only deny God, it denies us, you know, as, as his creations, as made in his image. Right. Um, yeah. You know, the, the devil will have us believe anything um, to, to doubt, um, you know, who we are as, as, as God's people that he wants to give us dominion. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that there is a plan, that it's not all right. the, the other systems that, that, you know, those reincarnation systems really really talk about confusion and chaos um, because you don't have any piece of where, where one person goes one, one place or the other. You can't even give it a, a, a dichotomous view of heaven or hell. It's got to be, or who knows, you know, it's all mystery and ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wants to know the truth. Um, uh, one of the um, key points or highlights of a good, narrative is the subtext. And I see many of these other religious systems as subtexts trying to pull us away from the text mm. and trying to, you know, insert a, a, a suggest a, a different narrative, which is is considerably uh, considerably lesser narrative than mm. than what we're being called to. Um, 
Christianity, in, in contrast, is an unbroken narrative from creation to the prophetic end. It's, it's as I said, I've already said, its historic accuracy is, is unprecedented among ancient documents. Uh, mm -hmm. The Christian scriptures are, are so hyper-scrutinized um, on all different levels and, and from uh, uh, since you, you, you've been able to, uh, uh, to look at them. Uh, always, always with the same conclusion. You, you talk about, uh, you, Mark mentioned Lee Strobel and his, his, his for anybody who's interested, there's a, a great case for Christ was made into a movie. Yeah, there's and, a, and there's a, do, a free documentary of it uh, before yeah. the movie was released that I found a, a huge comfort uh, as someone who was really quite, you know, after coming to Christ yeah. said, you know, is this thing really real? I mean, you know, I know I, yeah. I heard the message and I believe in Jesus, but am I just, you know, uh, following something that's not real? And it was a great, uh, great resource uh, to, to, to show Christians that their faith is reasonable, logical, and the Bible's yeah. uh, something they can, they can stand on. Yeah, the, the short version with him was that his his wife uh, gets radically saved, mm -hmm. and he um, is um, you know very very opposed to uh, and and hostile towards towards what's what's happening with her. And he was a journalist, I think, with the mm -hmm. Chicago Tribune. Mm -hmm. This was back in the seventies, and so he set out as an investigative journalist to uh, disprove Christianity. Uh, both globally and but particularly to her to mm -hmm. so, demonstrate that this is just a sham it's a collection of myths and and uh fables and it really has no substance to it and he does some deep investigative journalism travels all over the world talks to uh, mm -hmm. uh a myriad of people only to come to the conclusion that no, this thing really, really is All true. true. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, and he, you know, he just could not repudiate um, uh, the argument on, on, on a logical investigative uh, basis. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, you know, the divine use of, of many prophets as an instrument of revelation uh, places God at the centerpiece and uh, and author of all that is said, not not one man. So we see a, in contrast to Islam, where the, the prophet Muhammad is the is the solitary figure who receives a, a mystical uh, revelation from the angel Gabriel. It's extremely unsubstantiated. It's really based only on one man's opinion that he's gotten. He received this this revelation, et cetera, et cetera. It's a, a uncommonly a resemblant or a precursor of um, of. Uh, the uh, uh, Mormons with the prophet, uh, uh, so-called prophet uh, Joseph Smith, <laughs> uncannily similar. So um, again, God uses many different authors, some forty different authors, uh, in 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 bringing as a as a as a channel, as an instrument uh, of of His revelation. We see different styles of writing that accentuate that, but. You know, God is 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 the author behind the, the narrative, uh, the accuracy of prophecy, buttresses the divine authorship. I have to get that word in, you know, but it does. Mm -hmm. It really does. We, we read the the book of, of Daniel, and of course, some some critics say that it was uh, it was written uh, after uh, many of these uh, prophecies came came to pass, but um, 
uh, you know, that is that is typically um, uh, and easily uh, disproved. The mm-hmm. book of Daniel is is uh, um, just, uh, uh, staggering in its in its uh, futuristic look and the things that that it says about what actually unfolds. And, uh, you know, who else can foretell the future except God alone? The central figure is is clearly manifest throughout the narrative, as as I've already said, and um, being a narrative yet unfulfilled. And, and this is, you know, this is the key or a key point here, because, you know, what do we really want to know? We really want to know how we fit in mm-hmm. and uh, being a narrative yet not completely fulfilled, it invites us into uh, into it to have a, a personal role to play. And uh, you uh, looking up Colossians mm-hmm. 3, 4 for me? It says, uh, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Yeah. So we get to play a part. Yeah, we get to, we we get we don't we don't just get to play a part we're privileged to to be mm-hmm. wrapped up in this the kingdom of of god is it is advancing and violent men take it by force um and uh, uh this is our narrative this is our uh, story and the bible also um it, it internally declares its own authorship and in second timothy three sixteen, all scripture is god breathed and um uh, and, and Second Peter one twenty one, where it says no prophecy is um, of of man, uh, but the the Holy Spirit moves upon men to uh, with utterance. So uh, we really have a, a full spectrum here. Uh, just painting a, a brief comparison contrast, but demonstrating the Bible as as a narrative. It's a narrative that that we're gloriously caught up in. Uh, Christ is our hero. Mm-hmm. He is uh, our, our central figure. And uh, in, in contrast to the collection of, of abstractions, uh, we're caught up and find purpose and total fulfillment in all that he's promised for us. Mm-hmm. Um, as, he's, as he's writing our story uh, and, and plugging it into the, 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 uh, the meta-narrative. Um, we're we're plugged in and 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 we we play a, a glorious part there's there's no telling sometimes you know how much it will uh, what we do will reverberate in space and time in the lives of others and and of course our, our primary interest is is in expanding the kingdom and in salvation so I, I think it was john maxwell who said uh in in one of his books my goal is to get to heaven and, and to bring as many people with me as possible mm-hmm. And, and I love that um, in, uh, imperative, uh, that that's uh, our, our uh, super objective mm. for yeah. the actors out there. You know, every, every, every role the actor has what's called a, a super objective. And there are mm. many minor objectives underneath that or scene objectives and things of that sort. But w- what's the main thing that you're, you're aiming for, mm. that you want to accomplish in, in, this, in this narrative? And, and for us, it's, it's to get home and to bring as many people with us as possible. Yeah, yeah, we're to share the story and make people yeah. part of the story. You know? Yeah, makes me think of uh, we, before we left for our vacation, and Mark, you too, uh, we had the memorial service for a woman who had passed away in our church. And one of the songs they sang was, thank you. 
thank you for giving. And it talks about you get to heaven and there's all these people. And you're like, what? I didn't yeah. do that. Right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a great song. I was I was trying to recall that. That's uh, it's, it's the truth. Um, we may we may never know on this side of, mm-hmm. of, of eternity the lives that we we touch certainly by this you know what we're doing here this morning we're we're speaking to 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 people who are very circumspect about that and, and um very uh um you know just cautious of, of about that that's why I, I really wanted to say in the beginning we're not here to trample on on any other religious belief system but truth when truth is evident I, I, it, it has to be given uh, a voice and has to be given credibility and we we we, we should look at it carefully and and we mm-hmm. can do a comparison contrast and um, find out for yourself find out for yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, get in the narrative mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's that's the the main thing and there's there's a it, there's a narrow gate <laughs> it's yeah. the narrative okay and it's by way of Christ and, and Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but and we're grateful for that. We're grateful that God God opened that gate, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but as human nature, being such as it is, uh, we say that there's one gate and we say, well, why aren't there two? And if, if God gave us two gates, then we'd say, well, well how, why aren't there four? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, let, let's be grateful that he gave us a, a, an open door and an opening into his presence, mm-hmm. because a, as I, as I opened with, you know, his intention is that, um, I will be their God and, and they will be my people. Mm-hmm. We're the, we're the people of God mm-hmm. and we're grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 To close in prayer, brother. Absolutely. Lord God, heavenly father, thank you for, for your wonderful story. Uh, that, that we get to look at and get to share and be part of uh, as, we, as we gather together around your word and, uh, and we, we, we see your truth and uh, we're motivated to uh, remember it and to share it with others. Um, Lord, we just thank you for all you've done in revealing your truth to us and uh, the way you've moved on this, on this earth to show us that you're you are with your with your people and that you invite everyone to become part of your story. Lord, we pray for you to bless uh, our corporate gatherings today and our respective churches, Lord, that the Holy Spirit to be poured out uh, to give us um, more revelation and lead us in the truth of uh, your purpose for our lives to, to help share that story. Lord, we just pray um, for you to work uh, as you always do uh, through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Hallelujah.